What do you mean that's not really in the Bible? How can that be? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time at the Table. So have you ever heard the expression, if it's meant to be, it will be? And likewise, people say, well, if it didn't happen, it was never meant to be anyway. Is that true? Is it in the Bible? No, that is not in the Bible in those so many words. But the concept, I understand where it comes from. But it can be dangerous to say such a thing. Let me explain. First of all, God is sovereign. Whatever he decides he wants done, it will be done. If God wants someone to be a king, a leader, a president, it will happen. And if, likewise, if he doesn't want that person to be in charge, it won't happen. If God wants someone to be healed, they will be healed. If God doesn't want someone to get healed for whatever reason, it won't happen. No matter how much we pray and ask, it just won't happen. And we don't understand why, and we're not going to get into that today. But is it safe to say, if it's meant to be, it will be? Well, let me take you to Matthew chapter 25, also in Luke chapter 19. But in Matthew 25, just after speaking about the parable of the ten virgins, where five were ready and five were not ready for his return, he tells another parable, beginning in verse 14. And he says that a man went on a long journey, but before he went, he called his servants, and to one he gave a five bags of gold, to another three bags of gold, and to another one bag of gold. And he told them, to take it and then he would come back. The one who had five bags of gold invested it and got five more bags. The one who had three gained three more. But the one who had one bag, he buried it. And then when his master came looking for everything, the one who had five bags said, here is your five bags and here's five more. And there was praise for this man. Enter in and take part in my kingdom. The one who had three bags got three more, and the same thing for him. He got to enter in and take part of his kingdom. But the one who had one bag said to the master, I know you're a hard man, reaping where you do not sow. And I was afraid, so I buried the gold to keep it safe. And the master was angry, and he said, Why didn't you take it to the bankers and put it on deposit? I could have at least gained interest. And he says to his other servants, take from the man who had one bag and give it to the man who had five. For whoever has, more will be given. And whoever does not have, even what he does have, will be taken from him. And then he gives this comment, throw him outside where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. So what I'm saying is, we can say, that yeah, God's in control, God will do what he wants to do, and we can sit back and do nothing. That's dangerous, according to this parable. God wants us to be involved. Let me put it to you this way. On your wedding day, had you said to your spouse, honey, we're going to be together for 50 years if it's meant to be, and then you sit back for 50 years and do nothing to nurture that relationship, do nothing to build it up, do nothing to try to make it strong. How's that relationship going to work? Is it going to be strong? No. You might last 50 years. You might not. But it's not going to be a good 50 years. You see, God wants our involvement. No, he doesn't need our involvement. But he wants our involvement. Why? 
because God didn't create us just to be living. He created us to get to know him, to encounter him, to have the experience of walking with him. And that's what he wants. So you might say, well, that's kind of harsh to, to throw them out where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Is that, is that hell? Some people believe it is. I personally do not believe it is. And, and, you know, I don't take a strong stance on this because I don't know, and we'll just have to wait and see. But there are other places where it seems to indicate, like with the parable of the wedding banquet, and those who had the wedding clothes on got to come into the banquet. But those who did not had to sit outside. It almost seems like we're talking about believers here. But some of them get to be in the glorious part of the wedding banquet and some, well, they're left outside and they're weeping and gnashing their teeth because they're upset that they didn't get to go in. I don't know. That's not for me to decide. But what I wanted to say is it's we need to be careful when we say something. You know, you may not really believe it, but your words have power. And when you say it, even if it's a small little part, there's some belief behind that. So be careful when you say, well, if it's meant to be, it will be, and then sit back and do nothing. If it's meant to be, it will be, but do definitely do your part. Pray, at the very least, pray. Prayer shows faith. We're speaking to an invisible God. That's faith. If you feel that God is telling you to do more, then do more. If you recognize the gifts that God has given you, use them. And yes, by the way, we all have gifts of the Holy Spirit. They are given to all of us who believe. So find out what your gift is and use it. Don't just sit back and, and enjoy your life and, and do nothing to establish and walk with the Lord, because that could just be trouble for you down the road. I firmly believe that anyone who puts their faith in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, when they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus is Lord, then they are saved. The Bible tells us that in Romans chapter 10. But from there, there's rewards that can be given for what we've done. Faith without deeds is dead, James said. Don't be that man who buried his mina or his bag of gold. Be the one who uses it to bring more to the kingdom. I'm not saying you have to go out and win a thousand souls, not even a thousand and one or 50 or two, but at least, at the very least, have a prayer life. Read the scripture, even if you don't understand it. Find a Bible-believing church that's not full of religion and start attending. Learn, grow, ask God what you can do, and he will hear from heaven, and he will answer you, and you will move further in this life. That's your Bible time for today. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye and good God bless.